0: When traders tell us how to make Thinkorswim even better, we listen. They asked for a version they could access anywhere, no download necessary. We heard them. And when they asked to execute a preset trade strategy in seconds, we said absolutely. Feedback like this inspired us to build Thinkorswim Web, and it continues to push us. So our entire suite of platforms never stops getting better. Because platforms this innovative aren't just made for traders, they're made by them. Thinkorswim Trading, from TD Ameritrade.
1: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rodomic. Berto Will is your host. Welcome to the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. I have a striking headache, but you know what? The show must go on. So if you see me squint my eye, that's when the sharp pain comes. Anyhow, folks, glad to see you here. Thank you for being here. We're going to have a great show for you today. Michael Rudnan, welcome aboard, welcome aboard uh, Julie Van Astel, welcome aboard Bridge MCP, welcome aboard Paul Fleming, ATL is checking in early today Thank you for being here, all of you I know you can be anywhere that you want to be But the fact that you are here with Politics Done Right I am so much so obliged to you Thank you so kindly for being here Michael Rodnan, with his initial research of the program, says the fossil fuel industry would be screwed without the U.S. government propping it up. Time and time and end the fossil fuel subsidy, time to end the fossil fuel subsidy, turn it into a renewables infrastructure investment subsidy, and, and bump it tenfold. We often talk about the direct subsidies fossil fuel companies get to, from the government. Estimates range anywhere from ten billion dollars to fifty-two billion dollars per year. But more subsidies, indirect subsidies, also help keep fossil fuel companies, in business-aligned companies, to avoid paying the true price of their pollution and other dangers they pose society. That's called externalities. In other words, you go to Pasadena, Texas. The cancer rates much higher there, but the people are having to pay that out of pocket. That is money. That is money going into the pockets of Rich people, money going into the shareholders that they didn't have to pay out to make it clean. So that's very good point there. Uh, that needs a whole lot more exploring as far as what externalities mean to all of us. We burn gas and we pay $2 and something cents a gallon because that is a sweet spot right now, right? But that's really not the sweet spot because all the damage it's doing is a lot more than $2 and something cents per gallon. And guess who pays for it? Not the oil company, you pay for it in your health insurance. You pay for it with your lack of when you get sick and can't go to work. You pay, you pay, you pay. U.S. sinks uh, to a new low in rankings of world's democracies. I read that a few months ago, actually. Republicans have shown through their blatant voter suppression efforts that they don't believe in democracy, only in maintaining and wielding power by any means necessary. The U.S. has fallen. To a new low in global ranking Of political rights and civil liberties A drop fueled by unequal Treatment of minority groups Damaging influence of money in politics And increased polarizations According to a new report by Freedom House A democracy watchdog group I'm going to expand that democracy Statement that you uh, pointed out There Michael I, Of course I haven't read the article But By centralizing on democracy and minorities, I think a lot of times a lot of these studies miss the point. Because with a a population that is majority white, and with a large percentage of that majority white population inculcated in their minds because of external input, they believe that at the expense that, that minorities, not somebody told me, Egberto's stop using minorities. That people that are not white, that their success is at the expense of white people. It's not true. But that is a message that goes out there. So when something comes out and says, it is no, uh, we are becoming anti-democratic and the people that are suffering from that anti-democracy are minorities. I'm using the term again. The reality is, this anti-democracy affects us all. The fact that, well, I'm going to read. I'm going to go to the next message to read, and the reason I want to read the next one is because it is important that we take a look at something else. I, I want, I want, I want to, I want to read. Uh, let's see. Let me read Michael Rudnan's message, and then I want to read. Uh, I want to read MCPs. He says, U.S. democracy on the brink. Republicans wage coordinated onslaught on voting rights fueled by Trump's election lies. Republicans have doubled down on brazen effort to restrict rights, and more danger lies ahead. That's true. That's true, and more danger lies ahead. Now, Breach writes, from her research, Pew Research found that Americans on both sides of the political divide overwhelmingly support universal background checks, 93% 93% of Democrats and 82% of Republicans said they favored it, making private gun sales and sales at gun shows subject to background checks. That is a point that, uh, that I want to bring on to you, my brother, Rudnan. What Bridge MCP just points, their point out that what's occurring in this country, this is a democracy, this lack of democracy doesn't only affect minorities, because when we put it in those terms... Many white people who think that minorities succeed at their expense would kind of back off and don't see the urgency. They won't see the urgency in having to fight democracy, period, at all levels. But what MCP, Bridge MCP just showed there is that this lack of democracy affects us all, that This vast majority of Americans want the background checks. That the vast amount of Americans wanted everything within or most of what was within the America Rescue Plan. But we had Republicans, and to some extent, some Democrats. Let's let's be real here. That they would still vote against what most Americans want. Look, there are times that 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 Republicans or or that people would take a vote of conscience. Because they know that in reality they are really ahead of where the population is, right? When it comes to civil rights, there are a lot of brave senators, a lot of brave congresspeople. Republican then, they knew civil rights was the right thing and they took a vote that they knew was going to cost them the election. They knew was going to cost them their political careers. But they knew it was the right thing and they voted against the populace in general. There are times one does that. But when it comes to issues like the American Rescue Plan, when it comes to issues like gun control, when it comes to these particular types of issues, that these guys would go completely against the American people, points out what lack of democracy is all about. And it affects us all, irrespective of your hue. And that is what we got to promote there. You know, my, my complete contention, my head hurts, but that's fine. My complete contention that we have to unite the bat- barrios, the ghettos, and Appalachia, it stands to that democracy as well. Because until we find out that all these things we have in common, we don't allow the plutocracy to make that separation, that, that unnatural separation. Remember, the separation that they have within people, are not, these are not natural. People have a tendency to want to be together. People have a tendency to want to explore each other. That's a natural tendency of, of humanity. They want to make that natural curiosity into a something that should not be done because it, it could be fatal, it could be damaging, it could hurt you. And that is what we got to fight against. That is what we gotta find out. So, Manuel Herrera, welcome aboard. Jessica Taylor, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. E two two four seven Bosho, hello, relatives from Territory of Bodewami. brother, you will make me twist my tongue and all that kind of stuff. So, you should call in and say those words. Bridge MCP goes grow. Uh, gas goes up. Trucks delivering food. So. Food goes up. Electric, absolutely. So Lee Grant, hi all. Hey Lee, how you doing, brother? I'm Michael Runner Egberto, thanks for reading out my post in full. You bring good. You guys bring some good stuff to the show. I haven't even started the show yet, and I've already had a show based on the stuff that you guys are bringing. Thank you so kindly. Of keep bringing stuff because the show is yours. And these are things. I imagine if you find it, you would hope that others saw it, see it, whatever. So bring it on. Carl Cox, welcome aboard. Let me see first. Michael says, I know we've got a plutocracy problem. Some issues that poll 70% or higher aren't being pushed through in Congress as those issues would damage corporate bottom lines. Bingo. Ding, 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 ding. Carl Cox, the oil company's big form of food, shelter, transportation, and medical care continue to go up. Wages stay low. Conservatives want to destroy democracy for everyone. Race, gender doesn't matter. Muchísimas gracias por esas palabras, Carl Cox. Lee Grant Egberto, leftists seem to consider reasonable requirements like requiring photo IDs and signature verification as undue burdens. Would you want gun background checks out of these six? Okay, Lee Grant, love you, brother. Lee Grant, my conservative brother. Look, I heard this and I loved when I heard it. The fact that in Georgia, it is easier to get a gun on the same day than to register to vote on the same day speaks much. The fact that in Texas, you can go vote and your ID can be a gun license, but it can't be a photo ID issued by a, universe, a state university tells you something. What I would like, Lee Grant, for you to confess is that what Republicans are doing is voter suppression. And the excuses that they use, when they tell you stuff like, well, you mean it's such a burden for you to ask for a photo ID to vote? It, it's a not it is ridiculous because nobody, nobody is going to go out there and attempt to vote knowing that that one vote likely means very little in the aggregate, but it could mean several years in jail. Especially who they like to say, oh, Those people coming over the border, they're going to come and they're going to stuff the boxes. It makes no sense. They don't want to be caught. They want to stay away from anything that looks like a cop could be around. It makes no sense. Please, please, please. Common sense. And you know what? Those of us from the south side of the border have a lot? Common sense. Because it takes a lot of common sense to get here. It takes a lot of sense to get here. And don't think those people that are coming, in, the people coming over the border, oh poor. Look, these are those are the people who found a way to leave. And those people who find a way to leave are pretty damn smart. Think about that. I'd like you to think about that. Okay, let's see. Can you see what is that? The, oh, let me let me let me see what that is, Michael Redman. Black, uh, adults without valid ID Blacks 25%, Asians 20% Latinos 19%, 18 to 24 year olds 18% Seniors 18%, earning less than 35,000 15% all, 11% Whites 8% Isn't not is Isn't that Just that requirement Ensures <laughs> A lesser amount of minority votes Just by who has ID's Rednan, thank you for doing that maybe I'll, I'll uh, find a way to actually I can do that right I can actually go ahead and uh, put that on the screen I'll probably put it on the screen to show people what it's really about uh, and um, because you know a lot of people don't wh- when you do these things right <clears throat> Michael Rudnan uh, oh I don't have to do that I can just go ahead and put it on the other screen I want I, because that, that's a good find that you got there Rednan. Uh let me show our audience. What you found, because I think it's important. Not, I think I know it's important. This is what Michael Rudden just came up with, people. I uh, told you I have the best audience. Period, bar none. That is who has photo IDs in this country right now. Thank you for the research, Michael. So, therefore, like I said, for those of us that are, those of you that are listening on podcasts, you don't have the visuals. It's a chart that shows blacks are the l- people least have. IDs, whites are the ones who always have IDs, 8%, only 8% don't have it, 25% of blacks, 20% of Asians, 90% of Latinos don't have it, just thought you might want to know, Rudnan, thank you very much for your research, good job, alright, I need to get with the program but you guys have all this stuff, well, I better stick with you, Carl Cox, better please read my comment, Carl Cox, let's see what your comment is Carl, Carl Cox says oil- I read your comment already, Carl. Come on now. I read it. Uh let's see. Charlie Lindahl. Hello, PW Posse. It's hey, it's P <laughs> Hey, you gotta help uh Charlie Lindahl, there, Bridge MCP. Please help Charlie. Help Charlie. It's PDR Posse. Come on, Charlie. Eric, here we go. Lindahl, totally new topic. I found a great group that uh Charlie, I tell you what, if you want to call in, if you can tell if you can give that message in two minutes. I'll put you on air for two minutes to tell that because I, I, I got your message over the phone today. I just didn't have the time to call you, brother. You know I love you, but I didn't have the time to call you. I had to try to get all of this video done. All right, uh, conserve, the conservatives, uh, this is from uh, Carl Cox. The conservatives want is to suppress the vote, but everyone to have guns to enforce their fascist laws. You know something? I must agree. One hundred percent of Americans voted. Republicans get thirty percent share, and we'd see the rise of third parties. Yes, we would. Send the link. I actually went ahead and put it on the screen, uh, and uh, it's in a. Sc- okay, let's see. Eric Hayes, this link. Thank you very much, Breeze MCP. See how we help each other. Paul Fleming says California was the property of Mexico. Migrants help feed the world. It's the work that the people that hate them don't want to do, but understand how the food gets oh boy thank you. look I love you guys because you're so insightful and even brother Lee Grant I think gets it but anyhow let's go ahead and start the show what is the show gonna be about today folks we're 15 minutes in uh yeah call in, call in and I'll pick, I'll throw you on for two minutes I'll uh, let me play the first video and then when then we'll do after. Here is a uh, title of the show today: is "DC wants talk filibuster. Americans want action." Jen Psaki on bipartisanship. Postal service. Postal service. Okay, the mainstream media once again is allowing the right to dictate the message. Jen Psaki swats it away. Well, the filibuster must die. The postal service needs you. First video. Let's talk to you, my friend. Uh, there is one point in the press conference today that Jen Saki did something I think is very important, and that is she dismissed a silly question instead of giving it legs. In other words, she went ahead and said, "You have evidence? If not, come back when you do. Next question, check this out, then we'll take it on the other side.
0: Did you have another question?
2: Okay. Um, so uh, this is a, uh, as I set it up, a bit of a mystery, and I'm sure that you've inquired about this yourself. And, oh, okay. Uh, hopefully... Where's the cat?
0: No, 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 yeah, no it's not that. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: So there was a report last year from the Senate Finance and Homeland Security Committees. It claimed that the wife of Moscow's former mayor uh, paid a company associated with the president's son $3.5 million. Uh, there was no explanation for this alleged payments, and I'm wondering if you could tell us if uh, that claim is accurate, and if so, uh, what the $3.5 million was paid for.
0: Not familiar with that claim. Doesn't sound like it's backed up by a lot of evidence, uh, if you have evidence or specifics.
1: Committee's
2: report. So you haven't asked about this? or uh,
0: I am not familiar with the report at all.
1: And then she went in, it, and said, next question. In other words, if you don't have any evidence of something of this nature why are you wasting my time if we handle things like that shut them down don't give them any legs don't give them anything to talk about that was okay uh kathy pascal said she heard an eddie murphy laugh let's see if i can do it is that what you're talking about i think that may be the eddie murphy laugh you're talking about anyhow now, uh, you know, Republicans have been going back and forth, back and forth. Oh, uh, you know, Biden is a leftist and he's not uh, being bipartisan. He's not doing these things. Uh, you know, what they mean is not bipartisanship. They mean capitulation. In other words, if I want 100 and they want 10, they don't say I'll go up to 15 or uh, or they don't say I'll go up to 48. They say, let's just. Let's just pass the things We commonly agree on So here's the funny part, right If I'm at a 10 If I agree on these t- If Republicans have 10 issues That Democrats agree on That's what they agree on And Democrats have 100 issues And Republicans agree on only 10 of them it, Doesn't it say that the lowest common denominator Is only what the Republicans want? That's not bipartisanship. That is capitulation. America didn't elect a Democratic Congress, a Democratic President, and a Democratic Senate for capitulation. And people say, oh, it's a 50-50 government. It is not. It is not. Gerrymandering and all these undemocratic things is what make it seem like it's a 50-50 government. Right now we have minority rule we have to do this now the filibuster must die but beforehand let's talk let's see how saki interprets bipartisanship because i think going forward this is how we must interpret bipartisanship forget about the politicians let's interpret bipartisanship the way it must be interpreted going forward Uh, Earlier today or yesterday or sometime recently, uh, Mitch McConnell says, oh, Biden, I haven't spoken to Biden hardly since January 20th. And uh, he's trying to imply that Biden is a lefty, he's uh, he's not a bipartisan guy. Those of us who are real progressives, we think Biden is far from the left. And we are many times trying to drag him and pull him into positions that we want. But I mean, you know how the... Uh, how the right-wing operates. So anyhow, uh, McConnell is telling folks, oh, Biden is not a bipartisan guy. He's not doing his thing. So we get a reporter who get who takes the bait, right? He takes the bait, and he's going to go in and ask uh, Jen Psaki, hey, Jen, you know, Don, Don, uh, this guy purports to be a bipartisan guy. Is he bipartisan if he really is not even talking to Mitch McConnell? Well, Jen had just the perfect answer, to shut him up because bipartisanship requires two. Remember, those Republicans in Congress, they're not supporting the the people who put them there. They're not supporting. Mitch McConnell is not supporting Kentucky. Four four million people in Kentucky, out of the 4.4 million people, were helped by the uh, rescue plan. They were arrested by the American rescue plan, and he voted against it. He's not supporting Kentucky, and we can go uh, Republican senator after Republican senator, Republican congressperson after Republican congressperson. They are not in it for the people who put them there. They put the blinders on the people who send them there, and then what do they do thereafter? They go ahead and they say, oh, we're not supporting policies that give you money, that give you support, that give you jobs. They don't. Why don't they do it? Because they don't have to. They have them all fooled, but check this out and see how she answered that.
2: Has definition of bipartisanship changed since he um, arrived in office in January?
0: No, his, his definition of bipartisanship has always been, Uh, Working on behalf of the American people and governing for all people, whether it's Democrats, Republicans, independents, and moving forward on proposals and policies that will make their lives better.
2: With or without Republican votes?
0: Well, he doesn't believe that bipartisanship is defined by uh, the zip code here. He believes it's on how we can deliver relief to the
1: American people.
0: Okay, thanks, everyone.
1: Now, that last statement, magical. Bipartisanship. Isn't that Washington, D.C. zip code where all these rich, fat cats work? Because they're not in for the people. Bipartisanship is making sure you're supporting all the other zip codes in the country. Because in all those other zip codes, that's where Republicans live, Democrats live, Independents live, and everybody else in between. Perfect answer for a rather silly question from a reporter who can understand and see what obstruction really looks like, and who, it, with his question, is a supporter of obstructionism. Exactly. Now, so what they're trying, what, what she explained quite well is. You know, bipartisanship doesn't mean if McConnell supports it because I've already proven to you that the America Rescue Plan is going to benefit 4 million of the 4.4 million people living in Kentucky. So if I decided to have bipartisanship with McConnell, I would be hurting McConnell's constituents. What Democrats in Senate require re- know is that They care about humanity. They care about people. They're not going to be like McConnell that says, I'll sacrifice my own constituents to make a point. So bipartisanship means let's do things for everybody. Let's make sure that the policies we support are supported by all or by most. And that's what the current administration is doing. He's actually doing it better than I expected. What do I mean by that? Progressives are doing fairly well under Biden. Much better than I expected. A lot of different identities, you know, people get on me when I say, you practice identity politics. You bet your life I practice identity policy. politics. I mean, women have different problems than gays. Gays have different problems than black people. Black people have different problems than poor white people. Poor white people have different problems than rich white people. Uh, Latinos have different problems than black people. When I can enumerate all these issues, these problems, right? These are different identities. You know when I'll stop doing identity politics? When we have real fusion. And fusion doesn't mean we all meld into one pot It means when every part of the salad has equal access to success. When every part of the salad can be wherever in the salad it wants to be or can touch whatever within that salad it wants to touch. At that point, identity politics is moot. But until then, we have to solve the problems each identity has. Women has a patriarchy problem. Men, us, have a tendency to disregard uh, women at, at various times. That's an identity problem that we have got to solve. Right? And we can go from identity to identity to identity. We solve all the gripes within those identities and eventually we have fusion. And when we have fusion... We can then forget about identity politics, but no sooner, no sooner must that be, in my humble opinion, abandoned. But anyhow, the other video is about the filibuster. The filibuster must die. And all of those that are predicting that it'll put the country in turmoil... If we get rid of the filibuster, check this out, then we'll take it on the other
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's a cheer we used to
3: do in
0: softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever
3: someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
0: The phrase is from Geico because they helped save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Introducing touch free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll
1: take two tomatoes and a
0: poodle pamperer,
1: <laughs>
0: piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.
1: Sometimes I wonder about the punditry that we have out there because when you live in a society where we've had a shock like we've had, people's lives have changed somehow, some of these reporters, these journalists, these pundits, whose lives really haven't really changed other than them protect, protecting themselves, but they still draw good salary. Some of them are doing better because they can do all their work at home. They cannot feel the pain of people and think people are gonna respond exactly as they have in the past. I want you to listen to this and then let's take it on the other side.
3: The medium-term game game here, A.B., seems to be... I mean, every data point of the last month has been we could do this if not for the filibuster. And it's... Democrats say it on, like, literally every issue. We could have a a, a better democracy. We could have a more enfranchised, you know, voting public. We could be doing infrastructure. We could be doing... Like, every sentence ends with if not for the filibuster. And one wonders whether at one point we are going to find the straw that breaks the camel's back could this be it? I mean, is that the inevitable conclusion to all of this, is the ending of the filibuster? And is this furthering that argument?
0: Well, it might, it might well be, uh, but what Matt talked about in terms of the timing for the president, who so uh, just passionately wants to keep the focus on COVID relief right now and trying to repair the economy, and Build Back Better and talking up uh, this $1.9 trillion package around the country so that voters really feel it. They know that the vaccines are on the rise and they know that help is, quote, on the way, but this White House really wants to sort of right the wrongs that they talk about from 2009, haunted by the fact that they didn't seem to really promote their first stimulus. And they really want voters to feel this. And these two shootings in the last two weeks really are a lesson and distraction they are tragic and they're substantive policy questions but you get into a filibuster fight right now no one's going to remember the the covid relief the american rescue plan and the administration is keenly aware of that
3: yeah eugene ab makes that great point i mean they're battling these the biden administration comes in battling these existential crises
1: so here is what this particular pundit believes if your child is hungry, if your child cannot get to school, if you can't pay your rent, if you can't do any of this, and the media decides that it's going to concentrate on, or you being bipartisan by not supporting the filibuster and having an argument on that, on issues, esoteric issues like that, that somehow that person that is in dire straits, they're going to stop thinking about. What is needed for me to get my life together and start being engaged in a filibuster fight? Americans don't care about filibuster. We care about filibusters, those of us who follow politics in detail. They want to know, what are you doing for me? So if the media were doing its job, what would it really be saying? The reason, people, you are not getting that is because of a silly fight on a filibuster that's trying to take away democracy from you. They would be telling the truth. They wouldn't be making the people in favor of the filibuster uh, be the ones directing the narrative. People are starving. People are jobless. People can't pay their rent. The environment is collapsing. And we are going to be sitting down, whether uh, talking about the filibuster, whether 60 votes or 51 votes should pass a law. Let's be real. Let the media start getting real. We need to have people out here that's talking to the people, talking to what's their needs. If you go into the middle of Appalachia and say, hey, you think we need the filibuster so that you can get a check or no, They say, no, give me my check. Give me my support. Give me my job. If you go into the middle of the barrios, the ghettos in Appalachia, they don't care about filibuster. But the media, the people that are centralized around this Congress, they're going to be filibuster the fight between this rich guy and that rich guy as far as what to do for our poor American citizen. Get real. And media, get real. That is why we are here. That is why you have to have people, independent media, talking to the, the, the real desires, the wills of the people. Because nobody... No poor person, no middle class person who is waiting for structural change should be concerned about whether it's done with a filibuster or not. Absolutely not. Whether it's done with a filibuster or not. Who the hell cares as long as it's been working for the people? And this stuff about bipartisanship, that's blown. The the Senate, we have a party that uh, for all practical purposes work for whom? The corporatocracy, And we have another party who halfway works for the people and some for the corporatocracy. Welcome, Wendy Green. Republican voters poor, unable to pay rent, hungry, will still support McConnell because if... uh, Did you finish your statement, Wendy? Uh, Finish it so I can read it, Wendy. All right, let's see. Let me get back to some of your statements before I play the... Ah, wait a minute. It's 3.35. Let's go ahead and um, do my ask here. Folks, if you are, if you are on, on YouTube right now, please consider hitting that Join button to become a member of our posse. We really need you to keep doing what we're doing. What do we do? Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, other than doing this program five days a week... We create between three to five videos every day, between three to five blogs every day. Why do we do that? Right now, the narrative, what you find in blogs all over the internet, etc., the right wing has a whole lot of people writing stuff out there, lying to people, putting it out there, and it has a semblance of of being truthful. Uh, We have to counter that. The way search engines work is they work on a ranking scale and my website egbertowillis.com, politicsandright.com and a couple others are very well rated coffee uh, uh, are very well are, are rated so what we do is we write a lot of stuff out there and put it out there so that when people are searching on different topics they can find good material that tells the truth and in the process because uh, they can look side by side and they can say, you know what, that makes more sense because, sorry, reality and truthfulness have a liberal bias. But so we, we have to put that out there. And that's, that's my, that has been my passion. That is what I have promised to do. Yes, at the expense of my finances. But that is what, after America being as great as a country as it has been to me and many others, the best we can do is try to make it better. Make it better, and that is our entire goal. So what we ask you to do, support us. Click on that Join button. Become a member. You can also become a member if you don't see a Join button by clicking you're on some other network, whether it's Facebook or otherwise. You can go to politicsunright.com slash YouTube. politicsunright.com slash YouTube. We also have a cup that you can go ahead and purchase, which also help us defray costs. It was designed by our one and only, guess who? One and only Bridge MCP, who is also a member of our posse. I call her the leader of our posse, and there is the cup that she designed. You could get that cup right there. I just put the link on the screen. Please consider getting that cup. There is Roberto Lewis with us. He bought all three of our cups, and there is Bridge MCP, who said she bought several as well. And there is Linda E with the with the with it, with it as well. And I think Norman is in that. Lit. There is Norman in there, who's a purchaser of our cups. So we have a lot more. We have a lot more, but just didn't send any pictures. So please consider getting that cup as well. Now, you can also support us via Patreon. Patreon is spelled P A T R E O N. That is politicsandright.com slash patreon. P A T R E O N. Or you can support us via PayPal, which is politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You can get all our stuff at our store. And if you, if you go ahead and uh, buy our books at our store, you get rid of the middleman. We make a few more bucks on it. Make us, you know, help us out a bit more. That book that you see on the screen, it's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. You can purchase that directly at Amazon. Here is the link at Amazon from which you can purchase that book. But again, if you go to our store, you can eliminate the middle person. Anyhow, last thing. I, I am on this postal kick. And... Um, The reason why is, I want all of us, here's a a mission I I, want to beg of you to do. I want all of you to call your congressperson and your senator and tell them to leave the postal service alone and to fund the postal service's deficits. They are responsible for the deficits at the postal service. They're the one who sets the rates for the first class stamp. They're the ones who forced them to put away money for healthcare that no other corporation has to put away, as opposed to paying it in real time. It's their fault. So this was a manufactured, in fact, let me go ahead and play what I, I think I did this yesterday, but I want to play it again, and then we'll take it on the other side. The parasitic nature of many in the sector continues. We can't have a good thing for the average American citizen. Every American has the right to drop a first-class piece of paper in the mail and have it reach any part of the United States very fast, mostly in one day, first class several times, many, sometimes two or three days, depending if it's Alaska or Hawaii, that may delay it some. I mean, that's our postal service, a constitutional entity. Well... You put somebody like DeJoy, a Trump appointee in, and he's ready to destroy it, and there's a reason. I don't hear anybody talking about the reason. You know, they have been trying to destroy the Postal Service for a long time by saying it's running a deficit. They forgot to tell you that a lot of that deficit comes from having to pay into the pension plans more so than any private sector corporation has to do. But nobody talks about that. They just say, oh, they're, the post office is running a deficit, even though we're asking them to put away X amount, an excess amount of dollars in the pension plan of their employees. But check it this out
3: Postmaster General Louis Dujoy unveiling a new strategic 10 year plan. USPS officials say this plan will set the agency up for long-term financial sustainability and excellence in service, but could also mean higher prices, and it could also mean delays in service. This is part of DeJoy's announcement. Contributors throughout
2: the Postal Service Management structure began an eight-month journey of identifying and analyzing every aspect of our organization. We reviewed or developed hundreds of concepts and initiatives for consideration during this period leading to the recommendations for our future contained in this plan.
3: Jeff, let's talk about these new changes. Uh, what are they proposing and how will they... ...the USPS in the long run?
2: Yeah, well, the U.S. Postmaster General says that his latest operational changes are aimed at putting the Postal Service on a strong financial footing in the long run. The Postal Service posts billion-dollar losses year after year. But what that means in the short term for most people, Craig, is higher cost. We expect to see an uptick in the price to send letters and and packages. Uh, It's going to eliminate a tier of first class mail and turn that into three to five day mail. There will likely be a reduction in hours for employees. The reason that would happen is because we'll also see a reduction in hours at actual post offices. Uh, It calls for increasing the use of trucks and decreasing the use of planes to actually transport mail from across. (coughs) the country, that's one of the things that uh, will account for that delay in delivery. Right now, it does not include shutting down Postal Service processing plants. That was a big deal for postal employees. And the Postal Service says that they're going to offer more services in post offices and uh, spend a lot of money in refurbishing post office lobbies. But I've talked to employees who say, look, there are good and bad things about DeJoy's plan." But the biggest thing they say is that the Postal Service is a service and should be treated like that and should not have to necessarily meet uh, the same standards as a business. And they say if that's that's really their chief criticism of Louis DeJoy is that he's trying to run it like a business when the Postal Service really is an institution that is older than the country itself. Correct?
1: Now, understand this. The Postal Service, a lot of the reasons it's losing money is that Congress forced it to pay $110 billion over 10 years into a retirement fund for its employees, something that no private corporation does. Ask. There is a story out on Barron's that said, the Post Office is always losing money, but it's not its fault. And that is true. It is a political manipulation that is attempting to destroy the postal service. Now it's a constitutional entity, so they have to be careful in how they do it. So how would they do it? Make sure that the prices go up. Make sure that the service is lousy. And it stays in operation, but very few people use it, right? And then that means most people then transfer all of their services to the FedExes, the US, the UPSs, the airborne's, and all these other private shipping companies, they get the mass of mail that's coming through the uh, postal service, which actually does most of the mailing. But hold on. Hold on. Guess what else you can expect? You can expect them not to want the postal service to die completely. Because for all those places in Timbuktu that UPS doesn't want to go, that FedEx doesn't want to go, guess who delivers that mail right now? The postal service. Because they do it On the cheap. So, part of all those deficits that they talk about is because of unloading of the private uh, companies like uh, FedEx and all these other guys onto the postal service as well. So, think about it. What they're trying to do is destroy our ability to send mail for cheap. First class mail, 50 cents or so. That same piece of mail, if you try to do it by FedEx, $5 or above. That is what they're talking about. One other way to tax you without calling it a tax. One other way to allow the private sector to milk you. They, under Obamacare, the insurance companies continue to milk you. Under Medicare Advantage, not Medicare, Medicare Advantage, the, the private companies milk you. Under every single system we have today, the government finds some sort. When I say government, those people who like to lie to you about the private does it better. They go ahead, and they say, okay, let's give that to the private sector. It's a tax, not calling it a tax. If you have to pay profit to the shareholders, large salaries to the executives, that is a tax on you. They just don't call it a tax because you're not giving it to Uncle Sam, you're giving it to Uncle Private. And Uncle Private is not most of us. Uncle Private is enriching a few, while when we give it to Uncle Sam, all of us pay a lesser price and do a whole lot better, folks. We have got to wake up and understand what is going on. We have got to wake up and understand what's going on. We can't just keep doing the same thing, the same way, over and over and over again, and expecting a different result. Okay, let me go to the. Uh, let me go ahead and start by saluting everybody again. Uh, Michael Rudman, welcome aboard. Uh, Julie Van Osdell, welcome aboard, AVQ, welcome aboard, Paul Fleming, uh, welcome aboard, Jessica Taylor, buenas tardes, como estas mi amiga, Manuel Herrera, hola, como estas Manuel, es- espero que aún estas aquí, Eric Hayes, welcome aboard, E2247, you didn't call and tell me what those words mean, those special characters, uh, Bridge MCP, Lee Grant, Michael two. I got E227, Carl Cox, uh, how are you doing? How are you doing, brother? Uh, let's see who else is here. Charlie Lindahl. You were supposed to call in, Charlie, and give these people a quick synopsis, a two-minute synopsis. If you're still there, the phone lines are open. If you don't know what the phone number is, I better put that on the screen, don't I? Now
3: serving F27 at DMV window number 16. Okay, Rose, we're second in line. Perfect, Rose. You remembered the birth certificate? Yes, and we have our electric bill. Excellent. We'll be real ID ready in no time. Real ID ready to visit our grandson Ricky at Fort Bragg, then fly to New Orleans for Jazz Fest.
2: Pardon me, are
3: you talking to yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I am.
2: Talk yourself into real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at DHS.gov realID. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late. And that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our Keepstock Inventory Management Solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/slash keepstock to learn more. Granger For the ones who get it done.
1: Sometimes I forget. You you can either come directly through Zoom or through the phone. Here we go. Let me put that in there. There you go. It's in there. It's in there. All right. Let me get back up to where I left off. Where I left off. uh, Para ver donde estoy. Carl Cox. Yeah. Charlie Lindahl. Got you, brother. Uh, Let's see who else is here. Who else is here? Paul Fleming. I think I got you already. Coming down. Kathy Pascales, thank you for being here. And, yes, I gave you that Eddie Murphy laugh. I'm sorry. Okay, let's see. Who uh, else is here? Linda Joe Kessinger. How you doing, Linda? Uh, let's see. Who else? Coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down. Guys, you guys have been active in this place. Wendy Green. Welcome aboard, Wendy. Tom C. Welcome aboard, Tom C. Uh, let's see, my head hurts, I'm scrolling down still, man you guys wrote a lot today, Norman Reynolds, welcome aboard Norman, by the way Norman I uploaded uh, the, the, the stuff that you've done so far, sounds good, went through and did some analysis, some audio analysis, went pretty good, I did a few adjustments to the levels, great, thank you brother. Uh, let's see, who else is here? Uh, Carl Cox, I think I got Carl, and Kathy Pasquale says, mailed a $8 stuffed toy to California from Oregon, cost me $10, see? Uh, let's see, even with four one uh, k many private companies still provide a pension and a payment to medical insurance retirement, True. Okay, and coming down, uh, let's see, Bridge MCP. Robert Davenport, thank you for these programs. Look, Robert, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Martha Benton, welcome aboard. And I think that's the last one I have in my list, Martha Benton. Kathy Pascal says, okay, let's see what else is here. Let's see what else is here. Uh, Charlie, to call, you you can't call the regular cell phone. You have to call the show. I can't connect my cell phone to the show, Charlie. Brother Charlie, you know better than that, Charlie. You've been a long time, politics done right, brother, supporter, listener, and all that good stuff. I can't do the cell phone while I'm on air, but I can get you directly on air if you call in. Eric says, Norman Reynolds, USA Today. Okay, anyhow, anything else, anybody wants me to talk about something I got? I've been done a little bit early today. So anything somebody wants me to talk about, whatever, the first person that puts a topic in there. Okay, now you want the number, Charlie. I just put it on the screen. I'm going to put it again, my brother, Charlie. Here is the number, sir. Uh, That's the number. Uh, The number is 346-248-7799. Two or three four six two four eight seven seven nine nine and the code to get in is two five four six hundred nine zero nine one. The code is two five four six zero zero nine zero nine one. Okay, I intelligence community says enduring DVE motivations pertaining to biases against minority populations and perceived government overreach will almost certainly continue to drive DVE radicalization and mobilization to violence. Mm, interesting. Uh, Lee Grant, black on Asian crime. I'm going to tell you a little story. Can you post the number on the chat? I just did. I posted the number on the chat. Uh, it, since I posted the number everywhere, both on the Facebook chat, on the and on the maybe you are not in the right chat. The, the the only chat that I can see is the chat at facebookcom slash right or the YouTube chat or the Twitch chat. But what I can also do, Charlie, is uh, maybe go ahead and uh, uh, let's see. What is this again? What is this again? Uh, you know, you you know what happens sometimes, right? We, we we do something one way one time and then we forget how we did it and um, let's see let's see if this, this will work for Charlie. I want to try something else for Charlie because oh that's not gonna work, Charlie. That's not gonna work. Okay. Um, anyhow, folks, generally accepted definition of DE, DVE is someone based on operating primarily in the United States without direction or in spur. Really, I didn't I didn't quite know that. I didn't quite know that. Uh, that's interesting. Okay, the next person that puts a topic in there, I'll talk about it. So throw a topic into the feed, and I'll immediately talk about it as we ch- we kind of wait for uh, Charlie to show up. And it looks like Charlie may have showed up. All right, Charlie. Is that you, Charlie? Go ahead. Charlie, is that you? All right. That's let's see, right. Charlie. You have to hang. I, I you're we on, Charlie. Charlie. Let's see. Let's see if this this will work for Charlie. I'm going to try something else for Charlie. Charlie, can, you got to oh, hang the not phone. Not you not can't. Uh, you can't have that's us not on not as not well. So I can't hear you talk, okay. but I can hear myself um, through your anyhow, phone. Anyhow, folks. Generally, I accept the definition of DB is somewhat based on operating <laughs> primers in the United States without direction. Charlie. Or in Okay, um, you're actually causing some uh, phone trouble, so I'm going to have to to hang up, Charlie, if if you don't uh, turn that one off. Okay, the next person I put the topic in... Okay, I had to move, Charlie. He was coming through, but he wasn't actually talking. I don't know what's going on there. Okay, I'm going to try to unmute Charlie one more time. Okay, Charlie, are you there? I know he has something important to tell us all. You can unmute now, Charlie. Hey, I think we got it. All right. Charlie, what's wrong with you, my brother? What's wrong? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. You can't listen to the the audio. There's a delay. You have to stay with me here. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Charlie. I can hear you well. I'm unmuted. Okay, but I can hear you. Keep talking. I can hear you. Hello, this is Charlie. All right, Charlie, we're gonna have to do this another time because uh, I you should you should not be listening to me through the feed. You should be listening to me through the phone. That's the reason why we're having issues. It has to be through the phone. Okay. Anyhow, folks, let's go ahead. Charlie's a good guy. We're gonna talk. uh, Charlie's gonna come in and tell us about it tomorrow. I'm pretty sure Charlie'll tell us about it tomorrow. Okay. Folks, let's go ahead and uh, end this, baby. Uh, let's see if there is any other person that I need to salute. Hey, Charlie, let's do it tomorrow. You may want to call me some other time and let's do a test to see why it is that you are unable to connect with me. Uh, audio should have been good. Try again tomorrow. Yes, it should have been good. You're absolutely right. Charlie has a good video that he wants all of us to take a look at and I think it's important what he's doing. Okay, uh, para ver, how are we going to close this up? My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. I want to thank you all for listening to the show. I want to ask you all to call your congressperson and make sure that they approve of the three, uh, the three governors that the, or the three whatever they're called to the postal board because what we need to do is get rid of the joy and make the post office do exactly what it was designed to do. The post office was designed to give us a service. Okay, Charlie looks like he came back. Let's see if it's any better. All right, Charlie, let's try one more time. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, Charlie? Well, it seems like Charlie still cannot be reached. Okay. He called back again, but it seems like it's to no no use. Okay, we got to do it tomorrow, Charlie. But let's do a test run before. Ah, my head hurts. Anyhow, folks, I know you could be anywhere, but you're here with us. I thank you so kindly. Please remember to provide uh, if you can, to give us your support. If you're on YouTube, click on that Join button, become a member. Please consider clicking on uh, politicsandright.com slash YouTube to join. Please consider being a supporter by going to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. And please consider uh, either supporting as well through PayPal, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. Are you there, Charlie? I still can't hear Charlie, but uh, Charlie should be able to hear me. Okay. Uh, We're going to have to close this down now. My name is Egberto Willis. I positive. can hear you on the video, but not on my phone. Okay, you can't you can hear on the video, but not on the okay. phone. Okay. Um, let's let's see okay, what tomorrow, I can do I for tomorrow. Before. Because we have a yeah, delay. So what we're gonna do, Charlie, forward. is tomorrow we'll okay. go ahead and have you on. So okay. let's do that tomorrow. Have a good one, my friend. Folks, my name is Igberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! With our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.
3: At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business are heroic. And you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you. Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength, five hour energy. It contains vitamins and nutrients, like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient, portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily immune support plus extra strength, five hour energy. Get it today at your local HEB store.